What up, what up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Rapid OJ Podcast. This is your boy Noah right here. Give me some of that Christmas joy, you know what I mean? Open it up with that nice Christmas spirit for all y'all. You know, sit back. Sit back by the fire. Sit back with your boy Noah and QP. Brush some chestnuts over the oven. Yeah, yeah. Marshmallows, all that. For my house, for my home, for my chair, for your throne, for your love, for your mercy and grace. For a job, or a dub, or an odd, or a slug, or a bone, or whatever you say. Hop in the whip and turn the heat up. Turn the sea hotter than a teacup. Please tell the car to turn the beat up. Evergreen flags, I had the black Santa. Coconuts across the street, get my CDs up. Shout out me, cheap peanut, not tiara. Used to buy my snow cones, pay it back tomorrow. Every time I go home, hear a bunch of sorrows. Grass is always modded at the other party. Okay, okay. Alright, oh, Chance. What's up, everybody? What's up, people? What's up, QP? Hello, what's up, what's up? We're saying, boss, man. No. <laughs> Do I? I know. Bobbin. Okay. All right, man. Well, Chance, if y'all haven't heard, Chance, uh, on the, all the streaming services now, there is a little Chance and Jeremiah Christmas project out. Uh, also, yeah, welcome home to Jeremiah. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah was... a full recovery. Yeah. I, I kind of... We never really talked about it on the pod, but if people didn't know, Jeremiah was battling with coronavirus, like serious, I guess. Very and, serious. You know, I guess he was in the critical hospital. Condition. Yeah, in critical condition. Yeah, I guess, you know, so, you know, take the serious... You know, it takes all of us, all that stuff, wear your mask, blah, 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 fuck, uh, you know. Just be safe for Jeremiah's sake, you know, all that. Uh, but yeah, there is a Chance in Jeremiah Christmas album. Um... I guess to a lot of people, they probably think it's new. But, but Chance, you ain't slick. Yeah. <laughs> you not slick. What was it, two years ago? No, 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 no. It was 2016, 2017, I think, because I was living so in three, Toronto. Yeah, three, yeah, three. I meant to say three, because I was It's thinking... at least three, because he put out two. Because he put out this one, which is, he yeah. put this one out, uh, Merry Christmas, Little Mama, a while ago, with Chance and Jeremiah. It was a really great, it's actually a really, really amazing project. I thought it got slept on, but it was one of those like SoundCloud, you know, non, it was just a mixtape, you know, pay for it, all that. Um, But I loved it because it was like my favorite album to, st- I always studied to it because I, I can't, I'm not a good, I've never been a person to listen to music when I study because I get too into it. But like with this stuff, it was all super calming and just kind of like really metal, melatonin, really like just kind of like. I don't know. Really easy listening kind of music, I guess, would be the the definition of it. But oh, very. It, it's funny how it's soothing. Very, yeah, definitely. I like how you do. You said it. You were like back when you were in uh, school. You used to listen to it to study. Cause yeah, it's very smooth. That's all I could do. Soothing. It's the only only project I could listen to front to back, like and actually study to it because it was just soothing and easy. Like I loved the sound of it but it wasn't like i was like none of it's like banging songs there's only one song that's really kind of like more bassy exactly right um, there's only uh are you live are you live yeah it's like a little more bassy and then like i don't know but like other than that it's a very it's a christmas album you literally would put it on it's like something you could actually listen to in front of your you know you'd listen to it with the whole family <laughs> and leave it to chance to of course do that but i don't know chance you're not slick man <laughs> Like, it's just one of the, I, I, I was telling Q, I was saying to Q, like, right before we started recording, I said, you're not, he's not slick. He's like, why, why do you say that? 
well, like it's not like it's like he was promoting it, but I was like, check his Instagram. You might see something a little different. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and I checked it, and to I kind of agree with you. He he is he's promoting it. He's promoting it as if like it's new, new. I and mean, it's okay. But, I get it. But for and but for the people like us that have already heard it and like there we, are two, we yeah. already know it came out. It's just. I think it's like easier to access. Easier to access, and it's like, hey, look, I'm bringing this back to you. It's just like if you like this, we'll hear it wherever mm-hmm. you want to find it now. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Rather that's than why just SoundCloud. But that's the YouTube. thing, right? That's why, for I said, like a lot of people won't know this album because yeah. a lot of people don't like all, me and you and all, all the music heads out there it. are gonna go into their all. You have probably I don't know on my phone right now. Dude, Alex fucking hit me up the other day and posted it and sent it to me, and she's like, "Have you listened to this?" And I'm like. Sorry, babe. This came out like, like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but like I heard that it came back out on like all platforms, which is great. Oh yeah, no, it's like, great. My mom's been bumping it. What's well, like getting in the car? Yeah. And she's bumping it. All well, like. well, it's like with Drake when he put out uh, "So Far Gone" again. Yes, exactly. Like the tenth year thing, and exactly. he was promoting it kind of because it was and, never on platforms like that. I will, Actually, here's the funny thing. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, no, go, go for it. Go for it. It was on like Apple Music. You used to be able to search it up on Apple Music. Oh, really? But there was only seven songs on it, so you wouldn't get the whole tape. You would just get. I think it was like oh, the main, like so successful was on it. Yeah, uh, well, that would have been the. I yeah. think a few other like, what would have been maybe the hitter hit songs off that. Like mm-hmm. you used to be able to search it on Apple Music. You get like it would come up with like seven songs, but the real uh, take so far gone has like. 14, 14? Almost, I think it's 13, 14, 14? something like that. Cause you had the, uh, Mari, a couple songs with the yeah, Mari exactly. and that didn't make it. Yeah. That's interesting. But, but my story with that album might be a little funnier. So obviously I'm here. I don't really need to explain. We're both really big into music. And so when I'm finding a partner or somebody I want to date, you know, music is a big thing, right? It's, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Like, I'm sure, you know, you could a lot, you could understand where I'm coming from with that. Like, music is a big... Oh, yeah, if I started seeing a chick and she says she didn't fuck with Tori, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I get it. I, hey, I understand. But anyways, I remember... I remember... And all girls... All girls like Drake, right? That's just... I don't think there's ever been a girl that I ever really met that was like, I don't really care. Like, and if it was, then it would be kind of weird. But anyways doesn't matter but the point is of this story was that i was talking to this girl and i remember that remastered one came out but it was available on all streaming services right but everyone knows you know mm-hmm. if you've been a music person at all you know what so far gone was it's drake's exactly. you know for she she texts me and goes oh my god did you hear drake just put out a brand new album and it was like the 10th anniversary thing yeah and i was like what Really? Because I, I actually was like, real, I questioned it. I was like, I wasn't going to say you're lying. Like, no, you're wrong. I was like, oh, really? Did he? Like, where is it? Yeah. She was like, it's this one. She sent me a screenshot of So Far Gone. I was just... It's, it's funny uh, that you say that. Literally. I was so hurt. Mom, My mom texted me the day that Drake dropped Care Package and said, have you heard Drake's new album? And I'm like... It, that one's fair though that one's kind of so that's why I was like even for you mom you would have never heard these songs back yeah, in the day because yeah, you weren't really yeah. like that's fair though like I'll give that to my mom now that like she has an so she has an iPhone now she always used yeah. to be Android so she has an iPhone for about two years now maybe three she loves her iPhone because she likes the fact that Apple Music is just right there mm-hmm. and it's easy to use right like, I, I send that. her songs I get through that. message yeah. and she can just search them up through her well, phone that's what iPhones are yeah. and I find she's listening to a lot more music mm-hmm. now like she's really enjoying oh for sure to be able to have that music right there and like 
She had never heard the song. Uh, what was the song off the? I told her uh, Paris Morton music. I said this to this day. I think it's my favorite Drake verse of all time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, like this song's amazing because he talks about in that he said, I wish these women would kiss their lips, kiss their mothers with that lipstick that they used to cut, or something like that." Along the lines, and my mom was like, "Oh, I heard like, because it's a mother line." So she picked it up. She's like, "Oh, I like that." Downloads the song. She would have never heard yeah. Paris Morton music back in two thousand mm-hmm. eleven. No, for that sure. Year. And that one, but that one was like legitimately like a an new unreleased project song. put yeah. together of a bunch of unreleased songs off of in different timelines too. Exactly. Four right? PM in Calabasas came out way later than a yeah, bunch. Yeah, that's of probably twenty sixteen. Yeah, probably. and then some of them are twenty eleven. and yeah, then some of them are exactly. like twenty ten. So, so you're like, so that kind of is like a, a new project. But so far gone, all those songs were in a package already put out. But it's just like. It is funny to see how this is like the marketing and the business side of music. This is where like the business side and like how people get, for example, bigger than other artists. This is where it comes in because if you look at Spotify, you look at SoundCloud, you there are a million different artists and a lot are actually super talented. Yeah. And but they'll just never get the pl- That's why I like okay, I actually got a couple texts about the last um podcast because we were talking about jack harlow's album being a label album and people said why are you saying it's a label album it's pretty good you know like there's nothing wrong with it that's not the point that's of what true. we were there's saying there's nothing wrong of it there's nothing wrong about it the album was good yeah. i i am me telling me us saying an album is a label album doesn't mean it's a bad thing it just, it just means m- that the label went over the top yeah and went to and put it together to they make sure that it was fine and and i just want to say like if I'm Jack Harlow, if I'm thinking about Jack Harlow, now Jack Harlow might have picked all of his features, I don't know, but I know of a lot of albums, especially when he's on Atlantic, and if you know anything about Atlantic, Atlantic's very good at pushing big superstars. Look at Cardi B, for example. Very but, you know, Atlantic's very good with all that. They host a lot of big artists, so they're they're a great label. I just don't believe Jack Harlow's the type of guy that can right now in his career, even though he's had a lot of big songs and whatnot. And you're about to use my point, aren't you? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's picking up the phone and getting the Adam Levine feature. Or oh, that's the, a crazy one. Because that's what I said. I was like, Adam Levine's on this? And yeah. you're like, that's a label. I'm like, the label fucking pushed for that one. Yeah. And then I kept going through it. I'm like, dude, static yeah. majors on this. That's what I mean. A guy that's been dead for what? When did Lollipop come out? Because he passed away right after that was recorded. Lollipop by Lil Wayne on yeah, the kind of three yeah, like yeah. seven years ago. Oh, at least no more than that. Yeah. Lollipop came in a long time. And ago. I'm so like, that's like a Millie era. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. And I'm like, how did he? How, I'm like, I don't think Jack Harlow was like, hmm, Static Major would be perfect for this. Let me reach out to his label see if I can get uh, or his estate or a whatever. snippet. Yeah. Of some unre- unreleased static I, major. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, I just think the label made a lot of calls. They did a lot of things. They put some things together. And especially, and, and also getting, like, the Big Sean verse. That was such a great Big Sean verse. I just think all of I think artists, that's, that's a feature that kind of would have. Oh, no, no, I feel no, like no, no. Kinda, I'm like, not saying that any of these features didn't work or that they were bad or that anything was wrong. It's just that a lot of them come out and I look at it and I'm like, all right, it's your first real major label album. It's the first time the label actually has a reason to push you because you had songs like What's Popping, yeah. which again, you also like had you another sh- remix and, and you both put both it. versions on the same album, which we've heard now in a million times. 
And the remix also hosts names of Tory Lanez, Baby, and Lil Wayne. And what did Jack Harlow say on the song? He said, uh, I just crossed over the top 40. I can't even say what's popping now because it got corny. Yeah. He said that on the tap in beat. Yeah. That was released, what, four or five months ago? Exactly. And then now these What's Poppin' are on his album? Both versions? I don't think he wanted to put it on his album, but of course you're going to put it on your of album. Of course. It's like, your biggest song. And it's not. it didn't sell what I guessed. It sold 75K for his week. But you know what? Same when reason. I really put that into, but when I put that into perspective, that's incredible for him. Like, and this is where you're right. Because if you think about it, same reason. Cardi B had already submitted herself in the game with Bodak Yellow. Yes, that's that what didn't ha- have that's to go on her lab- album. That's when labels push you, though. Yeah. It's not like label. I don't say... And I, I have a different. I had another podcast I was doing, and I called Jack Harlow being like this big label push guy because when I started seeing what's poppin' being played everywhere randomly, yeah. like and started like on YouTube and ads and like, and on random things, I was like, well, who's and this guy? I didn't guy? even think it was. I thought it was a good song. Yeah, I didn't same. think it was a great I saw, song. I remember and the first time I heard it was on a YouTube ad with the music video yeah. playing. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, a YouTube ad for a song like this and a music video that's produced like this just seems that like a label. Blow up. Yeah, it just seems like a label. And I, I, I have nothing against – it's nothing against Jack Harlow. Any label would do this with any artist. Any any first album that you put out, go look at the features on that project, and I guarantee you there's a feature that you're looking at like, huh? Exactly. How did he get this? Yeah. Why is this a song? Like – Every every time, and it's not a problem. It's just a heavy label pushed album because Jack Harlow's probably a very easy guy to push for a label. That's all. Nothing wrong with that. All all big ups to Jack Harlow is a good album, and the kid can rap. Yeah, he's got some pretty bad good bars. But anyways, uh, not a whole lot of music came out this week, but uh, two two major projects we'll get into. Uh, the first one, Eminem put out uh, the B-side of Music to be Murdered by. Yes. You, I personally didn't give this the full listen just because I take time with Eminem. I don't know. I, I get around to it eventually. I have nothing. I love Eminem. I think he's one of the greatest rappers, if not the... He's one of them. He's top five. I just haven't listened to it yet, but I did, you know, obviously hear some of the... I heard a bunch of, like, the the... You know the the quotables Eminem has, the shoutouts, the disses, the all that. But I think you listen to some of the projects. So if you before we get into some of the quotable quotable lines and things, do you have any thoughts on the project or anything like that? Um, for me, like I'm weird. I'm a huge, like very very low key Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's one of the greatest rappers ever. Do I listen to him on a daily basis? No. Yeah. But when I listen to him, I'm like, fuck. I think it'd be I, hard re- to I really to start day. listening to him. Like, yeah. like I'll, the other day I was playing Call of Duty and I randomly put on a relapse album. Listen to the whole thing through and I'm like, fuck, killing it. And I'm just like, it feels good to go back. The only album by Eminem that I think I could play on a regular basis is probably Recovery. Only because really? he came out of his drug problem and there's so many mainstream hits on that one yeah. that was the one with like I'm not afraid I think mine would be Encore but the thing about Encore is like I agree that's probably my favorite M album but he was bird. fucked and people like people couldn't really like understand the guy was rapping about absurd shit like on that back. he was 
in he was on drugs and I, people didn't really understood that until he came out and told everybody that like the guy was on drugs all the way up until relapse where he was relapsing and like every other album curtain call marshall lp mathers encore like whoa mm-hmm. I, and like go back and listen to his music well, people and you're gonna be crazy. like fact all those songs fact listen to it's funny cause nah fact has to be his back most in messed like, up song back in like 2015 I'd probably say 13 14 when I was fresh out of high school in grade 12 I started to really google and search up and try to figure out what the fuck is this Illuminati that everyone keeps telling me about I had a phase where I was like, I was obsessed with Illuminati. So I used to like research shit and I watched this documentary and it was about how the Illuminati works in the music industry. And it was like shit that it was saying. It was like cult members would just start uttering random numbers. And on Eminem's Rain Man, he starts going like 35, 40, 50, 60, 70, 30. And it's like, listen to Rain Man. Listen how fucked up that song is. It has to be the most. What the fuck were you rapping? Like, he literally says at the end, he goes, I just made a whole song and I didn't say shit. Because he's just saying dumb shit. Like, he said, is it gay to play putt-putt golf with a friend? Oh, I do know, <laughs> and but, yeah. But when he tees off, then again, and in, in football, the quarterback yells out, hut-hut, while he reaches on another grown man's ass. And he just starts saying random shit. And you're like, bro... It's because he's high and he's just rapping about shit he's seeing. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Um, but, you know, Eminem, when he has his albums, always always has his his other quotables other than this messed up stuff. Uh, this time he did. Uh, he took shots at Snoop. Uh, what do you say? Do you know what he said about Snoop? Do you have like the. Uh, basically what he says, I don't get why Snoop's dogging me, dog. I used to look at you like a god, but now that shit's backwards. So basically, he said I should have been looking at you like a dog instead of a god because because M- Snoop left out Eminem on the top five greatest rappers of all time. Is that really why he took the shot at Snoop? That is. Yeah. Well, what other did reason? He, but what no, other no, reason no, 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 no I get it. I get it. No, no, but did like Snoop actually get? I I don't know. I I I get it. I see it. I see why that makes sense, but. Did he say anything else other than leaving him at the top? Like, did he say anything specifically about M and why he left him out? Well, they, I, I think, I'm pretty sure I watched the interview and he was like saying all these things. Uh, and then he, I don't know if someone asked him what about Eminem. Because I do, yeah. And then he said something about it, but I just know he didn't leave it out. But, but I feel like, it, yeah. If I asked you right now who are the top 10. Top 10 top greatest 10. rappers of all time, and you didn't answer Eminem, I'd be like, oh, are you tripping? I, no, no, no. I thought he said top five. Top 10. Oh, okay, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's definitely a top 10. I just think it would be disrespectful to not have him there. But I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think you got, I think you got to put Eminem in the top 10. It just makes no sense. I can't think of it. I can't think of it any other way. But, yeah, I don't know. That's funny, man. But yeah, but but the one that I paid attention to the most uh, was the one where he actually because to be honest, I don't know. I had a weird thought in my head for a long time until I read this. I just had a weird, weird feeling that Eminem didn't like Drake. I just didn't. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I just I think you love Drake. But I I don't know. I just always felt like he didn't like him. It seems that Eminem wouldn't have liked him. I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. I don't but know why I thought it. I heard Maybe this it was, before too. And maybe, someone said that it they're, wasn't. Yeah. They're like, why is I feel M like defending was, Drake? But I'm like, you guys got to remember, one of Drake's biggest songs ever features Eminem on it. Oh, I know. I do know that. I, 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 and that's when I think about it. But when I think about that verse, I always feel like that was like something like Drake didn't even want. He just kind of had it because of the label. I don't. I just don't know. Why do I? Th- I. I had this weird thing thought in my head, and maybe other people, if they they hear this part, can comment or something. And I, I have I, a great rebuttal for it. I get it. I know what you're trying to. Say. I just feel like there was something. It's not even. I don't. I have no reason to think that or why, because Drake's a great rapper and everything. I just feel like maybe Eminem always thought he was a little too poppy or something. Maybe he thought he exploited rap some ways. Maybe I don't know. I had no. I have no basis for these thoughts. I've I've just kind of saying, but it did. It did feel weird to hear Eminem big up Drake and defend Drake for 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 some reason. Yeah, it was really honestly for me. I was even saying, eh, "What? Yeah. You're defending Drake?" But here's the thing that I think people kind of take M the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They they look at him like a fucking angry old man in the neighborhood now, where he's just pissed at the kids that are playing on his yard, playing on his lawn. Yeah, but he's really not. He is an MC. He's a pioneer of rap, so he needs to, I think, when it comes down to it, he probably, his rap, compared to Drake's rap, are two different, yeah, completely they're... types of things. But, he respects Drake, because he knows people fucking love his music, he can make really good music, and he can sell it really well. Now, where M's dissing the mumble rappers, you can kind of like, you're like, alright, yeah, that kind of makes more sense, because... None of those guys really sell like Drake, make music that I'll, the higher not, population of the world like. It's just not longer lasting. And it's not longer lasting. Well, exactly. like mumble rap, it's, it, all those types toothbrush, of raps. Toothbrush, sorry, toothbrush rap. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Toothbrush rap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, correct, correct. I did forget about that. But I don't know. I just think, I, I just think that it's time for hip hop to grow up and learn that, that, you can't i think there's just so there's clearly to me three sectors of hip-hop and rap that i think everyone agrees to secretly but we all love to fight over it anyways and for no reason i think it's secretly it's always been not always been i think it's more shuffled because of the new generation of mumble rap and whatever you want to call it rappers um i think it's just transitioned to three tiers i think there's the the mc the pure rappers like the m&ms and all those guys and then which drake can be classified in sometimes i get it and so if and that's the thing when he wants when he wants to be yeah sure he can be i i I think all the i think little uzi if he wanted to be could try to rap better and and all that sort of stuff he just like he just doesn't want to and that's just the music and some people can hate and they're right to hate their they have their right to hate that music but that i just think when it comes to judging music we have to and you can you can say we have the three tiers right we have the mumble rappers the melodic hit makers like the drakes of the world and all that and then we have the real true mcs i'd put the griseldas of the world the fucking m&ms the you know all those people you you judge it based off those tiers and then you can even then you can judge like say playboy cardi's trash and you compare him to like uzi and future and all those boys and i don't know i that's what i've always i think that's where we'll end up hopefully being at but 
The one thing he that Eminem did say about Drake, would, and I'll, I have the quote here, it said, I've had a great view to see the game through, and Drake, they're going to turn on you, to, you one day too. And the more you win, the sooner they do. They'll be calling you a trash bin, saying that your new one isn't better than your last. And even if it is, once they start to turn their backs, they ain't never coming back in. They did it to chance. I thought that was super interesting for like, obviously the, the Drake reason why we were saying. But the second one was the part about chance. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that he defended chance, but I guess it is true. I think chance... I don't think Chance will ever be back to where Chance was. I don't think he'll ever be back to that hype of coloring book, that like mass I, takeover I, of the three hat, the this, mass. And this is my, and this is the one thing I never understood because I was I was kind of late to the Chance the rapper scene. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the one before coloring book? Acid rap. So I liked acid rap. Loved. Acid I like here's the thing. I liked acid rap just at the time people were trying to tell me that chance was like a top five rapper in the game and I was like eh. and then I might have been one of those people at the time. and then might have been probably maybe 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 this I was can't probably remember. what 2015 yeah it might have 2014 been. it was 15. one of my favorites I don't know if I would have argued it was the top five, and then I was like I don't think so and then favorites. he released coloring book yeah, and I was yeah, like that. holy fucking shit yeah dude, this might have changed been. For me personally, like as a personal level, it's one of my favorite albums ever. Oh, I on love a personal it. level. Oh, same. Yeah. Same I wouldn't here. say it's, it's like one of the best ever. Like people wouldn't get catch me saying that. But personally, no, no, one personal. Personally, favorite. like if I'm going through some shit, I'll probably listen oh, to it's Color. Great. It's fantastic. Now, I fucking loved the Big Day. Mm -hmm. I gave it literally a fucking nine and a half out of ten. Did you like it more than Color Book? No, okay. but that's the the reason why I didn't. It might have more main mainstream songs. What? Because people like to think. Because people always said Chance sold out on Big Day. They said he sold out, and he just tried to make a bunch of mainstream songs. Yeah, that but get a bunch of radio of play. How, bit, how some of how mainstream some of those coloring. No, but that's the thing. So I disagreed, and I'm like, I don't really think so. And then I was like. The Big Day was really fucking good. I'm like, I like this album. And then the diehard Chance fans were like, nah, it sucked. It was fucking trash. It's his worst album he's ever made. And I'm like, what about the one before Acid Rap? And they're like, no, nah, that was better too. And I'm like, I don't even think that was uh, Big Day. No, uh, what's the one before Acid Rap? Stalling here. I'm stalling. Albums, the big day color, but oh, 10 day. Fuck. Oh, well, that doesn't count. Yeah. But I guess it's his first project, right? Yeah, but it, it was like made in 10 But day. people were trying to tell me that was better than the big day. And I'm like, are you serious? These songs that he oh, has on the really? big Yeah. You said that. Bro, some diehard chance fans I know. No, 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 no. And they're like, it'll never be as big as Asherat. I'm like, here's the thing Drake can put out an album. It'll never be as big as Take Care, but it can be better. That's what I said. Big Day might be better. You're just not giving it the chance because you're such a diehard Chance fan that you're saying nothing can be better than... But I'm one of those people that says nothing can be better than Take Care or nothing was the same because those, I think, are two, two of Drake's 
biggest coming out albums. Those were the ones that were like, yeah, I'm here. This is what established your name. And I get Acid Rap and Coloring Book are what established Chance's name. Mm-hmm. Mainly Acid Rap. Coloring Book was like the, okay, he's really the shit. And like people were like, nah, Big Day was trash. Yeah, I guess like I get where you're, you do, you're very right. You All you just said was exactly kind of how it is. Um, I think with Drake, it's obviously different though because Drake's projects continuous. Drake's always continues to getting a bunch of new fans. Yeah. And the other thing is that like Drake's a- Drake's projects kind of continuously are really high. Partially why I call Drake the goat is because every time he releases an album, he's turning his haters into lovers. Right. And or I- lovers and and there's, there's some haters. There's still yeah, gonna yeah be haters. of course you're always gonna have haters when you're great at anything, right? That's just a fact of life. But the other the thing that I think chance messed up in and what what separates chance from drake here is well obviously drake's a lot bigger than chance a lot of people at home are probably just saying guys it's not comparable like drake's huge and chance is big but you know i I think that the one of the reasons chance fell off was the weight one was how big of a weight he had because this was supposed to be chance's first album right coloring book wasn't an album it was a mixtape that's true. It was a mixtape, remember, because it was the first Grammy to win a mix. Uh, yeah. First, first, sorry, first mixtape to win a Grammy. Yeah. So the thing Coloring is, book, right? Coloring yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. So the first, this was his first actual label, his first album for real, right? And it, he called it the Big Day, which means like it's his album, the Big Day, his first album coming out. It was. It's almost like LeBron. It's almost like how LeBron came out. Not obviously LeBron performed incredibly well, so it doesn't matter. He he lived up to it. But it's like how LeBron tatted chosen one on him. What if LeBron tatted chosen one on him and ended up having a bad NBA career? Well, and here's the thing. He I guess this is the one thing I need to because Skip Bayless says this a lot, and I hear this a lot. I know you have. That's why I'm bringing the guy. The guy (laughs) didn't tat chosen one on him first. ESPN put him in fucking Slam Magazine and dubbed him the Chosen One. That's when he got the tattoo done. Right. So everyone's like, No, I know. He called himself the Chosen One, thinking he's gonna be the. But when you get a tattoo, y'all did. Yeah, but when you get tattooed on your body, though, it's just like a a rep. It's hey, you know what I mean. Hey, hey, if I put you on a magazine and was like, No, Joey campaign manager of best gonna be the greatest campaign manager ever and there was a tat in the quote would you tattoo the quote maybe probably not. i don't know okay. but like i'm not i'm not going I, i'm you know what let's stop let's stop we're not turning into the lebron thing because oh, lebron no. performed but well like, so lebron doesn't i get what you're here. saying like the guy had, i'm just saying okay it doesn't matter that he called himself it doesn't matter who called him it it doesn't matter at this point it's just it's just you can't Get a tattoo of the chosen one on yourself and then flop. Yeah. He, which he no, didn't. No, yeah, you can't flop. And he didn't on that. do yeah, it. That would have been really bad. And chance to most people, you had a different opinion on the album, and I think I I I I didn't love the album at first, and I still don't really love it that much. I do love certain songs on it. I think it's better than what a lot of people gave it credit to be, but the mass majority of people didn't like it. I think the big day is meant for some of the happiest people on the planet. That is true. That is fast. I think that anyone if that you have, ever has a negative look at life anytime that you will not you like this album. Because no, 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 it's no, just no. so fucking like, You just can't listen to it in a bad mood. That, yeah. yeah. You can't. You no, know, no, you can't. You'll, and I don't think you can listen to Chance. Because one of my, fa- one of my favorite songs is Eternal. 
Yeah, crazy. crazy song. Because, like, they're singing real, like, crazy. crazy. And, and, like, it's just, like, a super happy song. And it's just, like... And I could see that if that came on when I was angry at something, I would want to throw my phone at the window. Because then I'd be like, Chance, I swear to God, if you come at one more positive fucking thing when I just want to throw something. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing was, too, it's like, dude, you're married. We get it. My favorite Stop, thing, stop talking about your wife. My favorite <laughs> thing up. Chance ever said, and it wasn't even on a song, it's when he was reading his mean tweets, and he was like, Chance the Rapper sounds like, Blah 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 blah. Someone tore it into him. It was fucking hilarious. And he's like, Chance the Rapper sounds like someone that like could fuck up. Blah blah blah. blah. And then he goes, What? There's people that don't like me. And I was just like, Yeah, because why do people would not want to like Chance? He's probably the most likable guy in the rap industry. But that's why people don't like him. Exactly. He's too, I get it. Because like, he's too likable. Like, it's like you're not perfect. Because some t- yeah, we yeah. all know you're not perfect. So what are you doing? Where is the nod perfectness, you know? And I got, I, you know what? I've never had a problem with Chance. I think Chance, honestly, is a great human being. I think he is just an awesome human being. Um, I think he'd be a really cool guy to hang around with. I actually just think oh, he'd be great. a cool guy. It's like, funny because I don't take him as the type to smoke weed, but he smokes oh, a yeah. lot of it. He smokes a cigarettes. A lot of it. I know. But, like, I don't t- see him as the type that smokes a lot of weed, uh, but he smokes a lot of it. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's keep it moving here. Um, more new music that came out. Little Wayne also released a B-side to uh, No Ceilings 3. I didn't really get a chance to listen to it yet. That's another one that's on those non-streaming services, the Dat Piffs and all that. Um, but I don't want to get into Little Wayne's music. Unless, did you listen to it? Did you listen to the B-side of No Ceilings 3? Uh, a few songs. I didn't get to listen to it all yet. Okay. What did you think of the few songs that you did listen to? Worth? Uh, it was very much a Little Wayne mixtape. Okay. That's all I need to know because that's... that. If anyone knows what a Little Wayne mixtape sounds like, that's just what it is. Like, I can't. Anyways, I don't want to get into Little Wayne music. It's very much a Little Wayne <laughs> That's how yeah. I had to say it. Because you showed me and you were like, listen to it. And I was like, I'll listen to it. And I'm like, I'll listen to a few songs. And I'm like, it sounds like No Ceilings. Yeah. Like, I, I, it just sounds like some shit back Yeah. Anyway, it's good. It's not bad. It's just a Little Wayne mixtape. Um, I'll, I'll give it a listen at some point. But the, the, the news that I want to get into... Um, you sent me this, what was it, two nights ago, three nights ago now? And I remember seeing this and reading it, and I didn't believe it. I read the story, I didn't believe it for one fucking second. Okay, yeah. I just had crazy deja vu, and wow. Um, you didn't need to show me that while I was doing that. <laughs> I'm trying to record here, man. But yeah, holy, wow. Um... That's off the camera stuff. Sorry, y'all. You can't hear about that. Uh, <laughs> but um, where was I? See, you made me lose track of what I was even saying. We're on B-side of... Little Wayne's album, yes, yeah. Okay. So you sent me this two nights ago. I didn't believe the story. Um, I don't really know even how to like say it on here because I don't really want to fully go into it too crazy because maybe... I'm still hoping and praying that it's not fully true, that there's something wrong, that something in this story is completely bullshit wrong, crazy, because I truly believe, and I I, I don't want to overblow what I'm going to say. I don't want to, like, over-exaggerate what I'm saying, but I think I won't exaggerate it in this sense. I think the biggest and worst robbery in all of music history just happened last week. 
100%. Or no, well, actually, apparently it was months ago, but the news came out this week. And I 100% believe, and I don't think anyone could ever argue this with me, unless there's probably, actually, I, I don't, I won't fully say that, because there's probably something within music, within the back catalogs of Prince's dealings and Michael Jackson's dealings that was probably pretty shifty. And same with Rihanna, I've heard. But Little Wayne might have just screwed, I think, every single music artist for till the end of time. And I'll explain why. I, I agree. I think he really did. I think he screwed every musical artist till the end of time. Um, and I, I, I'm really just baffled about it. So I'll tell you. The, so now I'll get to the fucking story. Everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up, Noah. Tell us what the fuck you're talking about." So essentially, Little Wayne had to sell his masters. Well, I don't. He didn't have to, but I, I think there will be something coming out that he had to because I still just doesn't make sense. But he got in the meetings and he sold his. The, the story came out that he sold his masters for 100 million. 100 million, sorry, 100 million. I was, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I was going to say, say, dude, if I if I didn't even get this one right, then I I got it. I will, 100 million, 100 million. Okay. 100 million. All right, so 100 million. Now, for Little Wayne's masters, I heard that and I said, that's a steal. That's a steal. Little Wayne has so much backlog of music, and if people don't know what their masters are, your masters are your rights to your music. So when you retire, it, it's basically owning the song. Your masters is owning that; it's your property. Every time it gets a stream, you get money from it. Blah 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 until the end of time. So essentially, Little Wayne sold all of his masters, so all of his old catalog of music he does not have any right to anymore. He just gets that lump sum of money. So to me, terrible deal. Terrible. That's an ending sum of money is $100 million, And Lil Wayne has one of the richest and best rap Labels, music catalogs. Yeah. It's the best rap label in the last... Well, the young... That's what we'll get in. Years. That's what we'll get to in a second. Now, if people don't know Lil Wayne's past, obviously, the young money label. Um, he discovered artists like Drake, Nicki, Tyga. Um, bunch of other guys too, but you know Drake and Nicki and Tyga would be the three most notable. And Drake being easily the most notable. Um, now within this deal of the Masters, I still on the side of just thinking it was Little Wayne's sale numbers. I said that's a, that's robbery. I think it's at worst at worth at least three hundred million, at least. Um, given the fact that. Taylor Swift sold for three hundred million on a quick fire sale from the manager who wanted to get rid of them to be a scum and kind of just get as much money as he could quickly. That's a wild one too. So that you know what I mean? Like he wasn't selling it for Taylor Swift to get paid. He was selling it for himself to get paid, and he didn't make it. And he got three hundred million, mm. right? And not and Taylor Swift actually might have a bigger selling catalog than Lil Wayne only because it's Taylor Swift. But maybe, I, maybe. But, but, but also, but, you know, look but at it. Doesn't matter. Bob Dylan just sold his masters for three hundred million. No, but Bob, yeah, well, Bob Dylan is quite big but Masters, you, too. But you don't think that all oh, I'm Young Money's Masters could hey, have equaled up? Well, I didn't get there yet. It's <laughs> off ruining shit, so, bruh. Goddamn. Sorry, sorry. Of course it is. Sorry. Little Wayne's worth more than $100 million. Million, yeah. Little Wayne's worth at least $300 million. At least. I think Little Wayne's was worth at least $300 million, but I don't need to get into the dollar amounts because I don't know his exact sales, and I'm sure if I looked at more numbers, I could give you a better estimate. But anyways, Little Wayne's alone. 
The story then came out, Q shared this to me, and took me a really long time to fucking digest this, because apparently within that deal, it was not Lil Wayne's Masters, it was actually all of Young Money's Masters. So that would include, if you don't know, uh, anything Drake has made before the, the year 2018, before the year 2018 which was up to the scorpion album so all of drake's music all of nikki's music up to 2018 which is most of music nikki's music pretty much all i don't i don't know i should did nikki release an album last year no all of it i think it's all of it because i don't think nikki released a when did i don't think nikki released a, a project in the last two years i don't think maybe i'm wrong i don't know uh when did queen Oh, maybe no. Queen was twenty eighteen. Okay, so maybe not that album. I'm so gonna I'm gonna say it, not that album. I'm gonna, that might have been her first, with not being. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say anything up to and before Queen, the album Queen. And then anything Tyga made up to the album twenty eighteen, which would have been I don't know. I think yet yeah, I think at least has one or two albums after that. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Anything before the year twenty eighteen is all their all their stuff. That was purchased by Universal Music Group by $100 million. That is easily the biggest robbery in music. And why I, I'm saying this right now, and I think just Lil Wayne fucked over so many people, is because now, if any artist ever wants to sell masters for any reason, which I never would ever recommend, but sometimes you get trouble, you have to. You them forever. You, you can't. You can't get better than this because they're... A label is never going to say to you, look, well, dude. Well, Wayne sold his for a yeah. million. Well, not only did Wayne sell his, we also got Drake, the, the rest of them within that deal. So if you hear, if you come to the table, you're say you're, let's say, you know what? Let's give a big artist name. Let's give J. Cole's name. J. Cole goes to the table to negotiate for his masters. Let's just say. J. Cole has an incredible selling. Everyone knows J. Cole's music that'll be streaming forever, right? He goes to the table to negotiate with any of these big labels and he says i want to sell my masters what do you have to offer me well you know seeing how taylor swift got 300 million for hers quickly seeing that little wayne drake nikki and tyga all at their highest selling points music musically only got a combined 100 million how the hell are we going to offer you anything more than 50 yeah and we all damn well know that to the end of time, J. Cole's music's going to make over $50 million. There's no way it won't. Easily. You know what I mean? Because it's it music doesn't stop being played. There's music being played from thousands of years ago. I mean, look at symphonies. They play music written fucking BC. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's one of the, the biggest robberies ever in music. I don't know. I t I've talked a lot. You go. No, you go. I agree. I, sh shit. I, that's what I said to you when I first said it. I'm like, I, I can't fucking believe this. It makes no sense that he's selling all those masters away. Well, it does because he's in trouble. He's about to go to jail. He needs the money. Selling his own made some sense made to some me. Made some sense, yeah. And even then it didn't. To me, I would have said Lil Wayne, no, wrong, don't, but hey, what am I going to tell another man? Get your money, whatever. Anyway, $100 yeah. million dollars ain't nothing to laugh at. because he's going in, he needs the money. $100 million dollars ain't nothing to laugh at, especially if you're about to go into jail. I mean, you might have to do that, but 
to sell Drake and like if this is now I real I hope this is wrong. God, I hope this is all just bullshit. I hope that tomorrow the story comes out that that was all fucking false and that this whole fucking twelve minute, fifteen minute talk was pointless because that's just gonna mess over every musician. And honestly, when I think about it too, for a podcast. Podcasts has a lot to do with owning your own shit, owning your own intellectual property, owning those streams. I mean, shit, if big artists who stream that many hours are selling for that, what can a podcast sell that even is a huge podcast? You know? It fucks over everyone in create in, as a creator. <clears throat> True. So, it, to any artist thinking about ever... To anybody making their own business of any kind... If you have the ability to wait and keep your own masters or keep your own ability and not sign any sort of deal, obviously just do it. I'm sure you've heard that from a million different people now, but come on. Stop giving away your own shit. Stop being giving away the stuff you create. It just doesn't make any sense, man. just doesn't. But anyways, moving on uh, to some other creators. Uh, people I don't, I'm not necessarily fond of, but you know. I'm sure a million, I'm sure you either have a love or hate attitude towards him. These two, the Paul brothers. Now I think me and Q, but me and Q actually both agree on this theory. But Q has the better. But Jake, okay, who's fighting Floyd? And you talk Logan. about the stupid fucking Floyd fight. So Lo- I, I, Logan Paul is fighting okay, Floyd. Okay, Logan. All right. Logan Paul has a professional boxing record of zero and one because he lost to KSI. Okay. Jake Paul has a professional boxing record of one and zero. I think it's two and zero. Okay. I think he fought somebody before Nate. Right. But it was he a, did. It was, it was an a absolute nobody. It was a YouTuber, another random YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. cool. You fought two guys have never fought before in their life. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul. I and it's weird. I, here's the thing. I get it. Get what? Why you're calling out Floyd? Why you're calling out McGregor? It makes sense. Cause why not? Because you look up in the sky and it's saying cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. I get that. Floyd, you're an idiot because you're a fucking. Well, what? Because you're because Floyd, you're broke. I get yeah, why you're doing it. He's broke. You're, the same reason you're fighting Floyd, Conor McGregor is the same reason you're about to fight a YouTuber. He's broke, man. It's because you need the money. That I believe because I understand. Floyd Mayweather very well and I know his boxing career very well and I know his fucking professional gambling career very well. The guy needs the money. That makes sense. Now, Conor McGregor. There you go, go. Mr. McNuggets. It makes no sweet sense. This is why I'm saying we're not going to hear about it. It's not going to... You said it's going to happen. I said, yeah, it probably will. It's not happening anytime soon, people. And that's fair. Because he's got a fight coming up in January against Destin Poirier. If he wins that fight, of course, he's in line for a champ for a UFC championship shot. Now, I think I know Conor McGregor well enough that he was like, hmm, shot at the lightweight belt oh, or yeah. fight fucking Jake Paul for $50 million. Yeah, money talks, but Conor McGregor made enough million in that Floyd fight that he's never gonna. He could retire, and generations of McGregor would be fine. Well, we hope. We hope McGregor's smarter with his money than some other people, because Floyd ain't. Yeah, but F- Floyd doesn't have another like business. He's just himself. 
Floyd Mayweather is a business well, itself. I'm sure Floyd's made a. I, Floyd's gotta have some investments. McGregor somewhere. at least just has whiskey. He produced a whiskey, made yeah. it, labeled it, and it makes money, a lot of money. Floyd just, I guess he could sell all his cars. I know. He has a lot of fucking cars. Yeah, but he's an idiot. That's the thing. So my thing is, we won't hear anything about the Connor and Jake Paul fight, at least until. Pardon me. At least until after the Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier fight, which happens in the UFC. Now, Dana White said it will never happen. And I'm like, mm, Dana, you can't really come out and say that because you said the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight would never happen. Yeah, that like, happen. that's the that's the thing. Of course he's going to say it's not going to happen because why would he want it? Like, he doesn't necessarily want this to go on right away or anything. He's going to want to build hype because I don't believe, like, if Dana, Dana's a very smart businessman. I'm sure if Dana wanted to figure out a way to get some of chickens from this fucking fight, he could do it. I don't, but that's the thing. So I don't know if Jake is offering anything, which I see him not because I, I don't know. think he has the money too. No, that's fair. He doesn't have to offer them. At least Dana just... made a chunk out of that, something out of that Floyd Mayweather Connor fight. Yeah, no, I, I just think I think I, I think that when it actually ends up happening, because of course course when i said that i didn't mean like i i just didn't mean like if i was connor i would have came out and just like confronted him and said something stupid like i would have i would have just i don't know because Dude, I'm just i would have said something after the guy single-handedly singled out his wife yeah like that's the you know what i mean like that's, that's why different. i'm that's just why called his wife an ugly basically an ugly bag i know unfollowed everybody he ever followed on instagram except conor mcgregor's wife so that when people go look at jake paul's followers like oh he only follows one person oh it's conor mcgregor's wife yeah like i guess that's just when it gets so disrespectful but that's the point right they try to get so disrespectful to get on their skin so these guys will fight them and they make tons of money and this is where i have a line when it comes to that shit because look what happened with conor and khabib he said all that fucking disrespectful shit about his family, his religion. And guess what? Khabib didn't take that as, oh, you were just trying to sell a fight. Khabib was willing to fucking kill you. Yeah. He had professional fucking killers in the crowd, which ended up leading to the one of the biggest fucking UFC catastrophes ever. That big fucking fight after the championship fight. Like, he jumped over the fucking fence into a crowd at Dylan Dana's. He had people of his entourage hop over the fucking, into an octagon, into a sealed off cage fucking octagon where you're supposed to protect the fighters against from the other people, only the only people you're protecting them from and the other people that they're fighting. And these people jumped over the cage, sucker punched Conor McGregor and basically tried to jump him in the octagon. Yeah. There's a level when it comes to Oh, I agree. Promoting, no, I know. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I think Jake crossed the line because once you start talking about people's wives and their family, that's eh, that's the line. Oh, that's I where I think you're crossing. I, I couldn't do it either. So I think Connor crossed it with Khabib. I think Jake's crossing it with Connor. The Logan Ball thing's funny because the sh- how he's calling out Floyd, he's not saying anything. Yeah, he can't family. read. Though. He's just saying you can't read. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you. Uh, he said Floyd. What did he say? His promotional video was Floyd. As he's hitting the heavy box, heavy bag, he's like, I think you didn't take the fight because you don't want one punch to end your whole career and then your undefeated record. Now I just think you ain't signed it because you can't read it. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Yeah. But when you talk about people's family and their wives, it's like the 
It's look at the Drake Pusha T shit. It was a beef until Pusha started saying something about his friend that has a disability, and then everyone was like, "Whoa, whoa!" True, but Drake also did bring his the wife, wife first. Exactly. So, so that's where I said was it was all fair be- game. All bets are off, man. Bro, you bro- you can't you bring brought a wife into it. it. You, a woman who had no, nothing to do. Nothing with to it, do right? with it. And then you brought his wife. That's his wife. Yeah, and then you brought his fucking. That's where I said it too. But hey, I'm. I you know what? That's actually the the best. I'm actually really glad you're a part of that because like I thought you would have not. Oh no no! You mention a wife, a children, or a no? I, I thought no. I know you're like that in, in in your life. I just thought like maybe like with the Drake with situation. The great, no, no, no. no, I'm glad you think that way. I, and I, that's why I was. And to this day, I said the that's a very greatest, that's a very mature. The second greatest diss track I've ever heard in my entire life is the story of story of Addy Don. Addy Don. Second greatest diss track or. Or right. Adonis or whatever. Yeah, second that shit was fire. Nah, yeah, that shit was like fire. hands down, I cannot not say that wasn't fire. The guy was spitting some of the craziest bars I've ever heard. On that topic, Pharrell came out on an interview. He's really, really good friends with Pusha T, and I guess he says that. Now, Drake's obviously said that the beef is so far gone that you can't rekindle the like. There's no rekindling that flame. They'll never be friends. But I guess. Pharrell, who's really good friends with Pusha T, says that Pusha isn't low-key, behind-the-scenes, a very big Drake fan. I can saying that. that Drake has really good bars and that he appre- he likes his music. Now, I'm not saying that the Drake Pusha T song's coming, people. No, it it's will. definitely probably point. not. I don't think it point. is. At some point, it will. But if Meek and Drake, if, if Meek and Drake can put the beef aside... It will. If Tory Lanez and Drake can put the fucking beef aside, it will. It's coming. Not I'm now, sure. Not soon. I'm sure. Years. Time. If they sat down and talked about it like men, it will. It could. It will. I don't know if it will. That's kind of deep because you went wife, family, no, and I you know, went I friend know, with disability. I just think it's one of those internet things. But I think Drake's fixed. petty enough to not to hold that grudge. Yeah, I do think sure. he's and I, don't, I, I don't blame either of them for never being no. friends. They don't have to be exactly. friends. I'm not calling for the Pusha T and Drake song. I kind of hope they hate each other forever. Fuck I it. just don't want you guys <laughs> fucking having this spilling into the streets. Oh, I don't think I never thought it would have. I never. I didn't think it would have. I didn't think it was going to. I didn't think it would have. I just they're too. They're, they make. They both make too much money, and they're both too smart to to do that. Pusha T's smarter than that. Like. Especially nowadays with everything Pusha T's been through. I mean, I, I think Pusha and T's trying deep, to... I think Pusha T's the... I think he's... It's funny because I think he's the one guy that people don't want to go out in the rap industry. A, because he's got the bars where he could lyrically come yeah, at you. Which he and showed. he's gangster enough that he yeah. could li- physically, yeah, in real life, come at you. I mean, the guy's name's Pusha T, people. Yeah. If you don't know what Pusha T stands for, it's called Google. Push it, like, yeah, it's <laughs> push it up. <laughs> Pushing... Tons, yeah. people. <laughs> and tons of what, you ask? Candyman. <laughs> Snow. Just go listen to old Pusha T. That's the one thing that when I first no, heard just Pusha T, I'm like, this guy is... Just listen to Drug Dealers Anonymous. Fucking harder song. Listen to Nostalgia with, <laughs> Kev- with Kendrick Lamar. I think that's his best song ever. Oh, really? I love that song too, but that's not my favorite. The fucking Kendrick verse on that. It's oh crazy. But my I, goodness. I like Drug Dealers Anonymous. That sounds crazy. Going with Jay, right? Yeah. Like a damn Daniel. You bring and keep bringing them all, all white vans FBI through. keep bringing them all, all white vans through. Jeez, that was a fire song. No, that man. song's crazy. Uh, it's literally just talking about how they're drug dealers. They've been drug dealers. Yeah. 
that's literally just talking about their past completely. It's both sick. of them. I like because it. they both were crazy drug dealers and everything, oh, yeah. and now they've turned themselves into businessmen. Um All right. We'll 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 start wrapping it up here. We'll start getting to some sleepers. But two snippets of news here. I got one, Q's got the other, uh, to leave you off with. So the first one, what do we want? Do we want something a little bit more happy or do we want something funny? You know, we'll go with mine because mine's just kind of funny and stupid. Yours is more like a happy, leave it off with a good note thing. So, uh, last pod, I talked about a man who hurts my head. And that man is boozy. I mean, it hurts my head. It's just, it's just it's something that he does. I see him in interviews talking. He hurts my head. He talks about things. He says stupid stuff. He he says things that I think are just off base, and I just don't think he has any right to say it. And I think he's just stupid. Like I just, anyways, whatever. I don't need to go on about that. But he he was on a hilarious, not really hilarious, because I think again, Boozy's an idiot, so he doesn't really talk very well. But Boozy was talking to Mike Tyson during Mike Tyson's podcast, and which is a great podcast. I really think people should should listen to that if oh, you haven't. Good, Mike Tyson has some pretty great interviews. Mike Tyson's a very deep deep individual and I'm, I like to, to hear from him anyways uh, Boozy was on his podcast and started and if you don't know like Dwayne Wade's uh, Zaire is it who Dwayne, oh, Wade's, Dwayne Wade's son uh, Dwayne well, Wade's son is Zaire well, the son daughter now the, um, S- 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 or, I don't I don't want to get confused because I know she's transgender or confused or not confused she's right transgender transgender right okay anyways you know, Boozy started saying some pretty off-handed things about that and said he didn't respect Dwayne Wade, essentially. You can go look up. I don't want to misquote Boozy because I don't like mis- exactly what he said. Oh, okay, go ahead. I- I'm not going to the whole thing, but he did quote. He These were his words on IG Live. He said, don't let that boy, girl come out as gay when he ain't even got no fucking pussy yet. Let the... Nigga get, he said, let the thing get some yeah, pussy and then yeah, let it. Just, yeah, and I'm like, whoa. You can't say that sort you of stuff, right? You can't say, say it, especially that, now. Man. And just also, like, to a dude that, like, I just think it was so offhandish. Like, you can have your opinions and whatnot, and you can have your opinion on whatever Dwayne Wade's doing. And I don't think any, I don't think anything Dwayne Wade's doing is wrong. It's his kid. It's how he's raising his own fucking kids. I think people should stay out of their own. I think people should stay out of their bit. I think people need to. State of their uh, Most other people. people's parents' business. Like, let people parent the way they want to fucking parent. Stop getting in their business, okay? Yeah. You can raise your kids the way you want and let Dwayne Wade raise the kids he wants. Anyways. So, apparently, well, he was on the podcast with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson did call him out during that interview and basically said, he basically it was hilarious. He basically said, are you gay? To Boozy. He asked Boozy if he was gay. And essentially he said, asked him if he was gay because, you know, he was being extremely homophobic for no reason. He said a lot of people who are very homophobic that he's met in his life turned out to be gay. Yeah. So he's like, I, I think you might be gay. Zaya. Zaya. Zaire Wade. Zaya, no, Zaire's oh, the, the... Okay. Zaire's the... It's okay. Z-A-Y-A. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, that whole part of it, it's not the big deal. The, I just think... Anyways, Mike Tyson called him out on the podcast, and basically, Boosie looked scared shitless. Like, it was possibly one of the funniest reactions. He was like, uh, 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 no, uh, not gay. <laughs> it, you, if you haven't seen it, go see it. There's the video on YouTube. It's hilarious. The- um, But apparently, after the podcast was over, 
And so Mike Tyson, I thought I would have seen it as I saw as Tyson tried to fight uh, Boosie, but it ended up being apparently his do- Mike Tyson's daughter was actually trying to physically harm Boosie after the interview. So apparently Mike Tyson had to actually hold his own daughter back from trying to fight Boosie at the interview because of all the comments he made. Now just imagine, just imagine people, the headline coming out. Mike Tyson's daughter beats the shit out of Boosie Badass. (laughs) I don't think that would happen, but that's a great headline. I don't know, man. Mike Tyson is pretty tough. His daughter might be cut tough. It, yeah, I don't know. If it's the spawn of him, it must fucking be tough. <laughs> the spawn of him. Don't say this. It's gotta be a fucking tough one. <laughs> Alright, anyways, that was my stupid fucking rant. Out, of, out of that out of that fucking interview, though, I will say the funniest thing that I heard Boosie say was it was the same. It wasn't the interview with Tyson, but it was the IG live where he was going on saying that let the let them get some pussy first before they let them come out as gay he goes he literally goes ask all my nephews who got them their first piece of pussy uncle boozy he's like, i had my i gave my nephew his first fucking piece of pussy at age 11 and i'm like what and yeah, that's he, not healthy and you're like bro you're making not okay you're obviously not putting a gun to the head and forced them to fuck these women but you're putting fucking very attractive women that's very telling unhealthy. them to fuck your nephews very unhealthy very wrong for a lot of people involved why couldn't boosie be my uncle no man? no no no, no, no. that's unhealthy that's wrong we don't promote that we don't we don't promote that here <laughs> that, he got wiped me down and i heard that yet but my my side little rant is also, whoa, whoa, breaking news. Let's talk about this real quick. Travis Scott's managers or oh, right. manager saying that Utopia Travis Scott's album was done. Right. You think yeah. it's done? Yeah. Yeah. I, well. Okay. No. And how okay. excited are you for a Travis project? Do you okay. think it's too soon? Oddly, I want to. I have a couple. I think I have a couple opinions on it. I think one. No, I'm not necessarily excited for a Travis project because I don't want Travis project coming out in winter. And why I say that, and why I say in the can't winter, turn up in the fucking I can't winter. fucking go turn up in the especially where I live and especially with Corona. I don't. I need an album that I can go to a day party with and dr- day drink with my friends and rage like literally as Travis God raged it. Yeah. Now. Now, don't get me wrong. Travis Scott's a person I obviously am going to listen to a project whenever it comes out. I, I think it's going to be great. I'm sure Utopia is going to be awesome. Um, do I think it's done for the most part? I think it's I think there, I, I think he has the length of the album, what he wants to do with it. But I do not believe he has all the features done and cleared. I don't believe he has all of his samples done and cleared. I don't believe he has all the mixing done. I think there's a lot of stuff that is left to still come. And I don't believe the album will come out until March, is what I'm guessing. March only because March is when you start spring breaks. You yep. start your, you know, your March, April. You start your spring breaks. People start getting on their vacation. Travis Scott knows that his audiences need to be on a spring break or something when that album drops because that is his best. That is like Travis Scott might be the current best turn up artist we have. 
arguably, right? You could always put Drake in that, but I don't think. No, 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 no. I think when I you're think talking specifically turn up, yeah, it's Travis Scott, right? You're like everybody on a drinking playlist got Travis Scott song, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I think I think uh, I think Utopia is close. I think. I per I personally hope he does wait. I don't want to hear it in January. I don't want to hear it in February. I want it in late March, early April, so I can get it started for the summer. Pick my favorite songs, and then during the summer, I can have those banging at parties and going. But I do want Drake in Jan because and the other reason why I don't think Travis Scott's going to come in January or early February is because Drake's got January. That's Drake's month. Sorry, y'all. Stop. Don't really release it right before or don't and and wait a month or Give two. It a month. Because I'm telling you, you got to be day one January or the first week because the 18th Drake drops. That is that is Drake's time. You get the Drake will then own the rest of the month. Right, that's just how it is. You're not gonna, you know, like why is Travis Scott isn't gonna touch anywhere near where Drake wants to release? No chance. Do you think it's the 18th? I thought he said the 18th. That would be a Monday. Oh, okay, so that must be the 15th. Maybe some or it's in there somewhere. The eighth, 15th, the eighth, 15th, 22nd, 29th. Everybody be ready. The eighth makes the most sense because OVO eight. Um, yeah, that makes the most sense. Also. <laughs> I have this. Are we done talking about the Travis Scott thing? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I have nothing more really going on that. Yeah, Utopia will be good. All that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is for Sway Lee for him. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag People, 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 people. Now, as a normal fucking human being in society, I've actually been through this. I've gotten off a plane. I've lost luggage. I've not been able to find it. The first thing I fucking do is go to the airport security, go to luggage fucking control. Hey, I was on so-and-so flight sitting in such seat. I can't find my luggage. Sounds pretty logical, Q. Doesn't it? I like it. I, I, I sponsor it. Now, I wouldn't do this if I was fucking dead broke. But I sure wouldn't do it if I had millions of followers and say... And also lots of songs. And, and a lot, oh, just and a being lot a platinum impact. recording yeah. artist. No, you know what? You're on, you're on the right track. I like where you're going. Keep going, man. I th I've, I've agreed so far with everything you said. It's I would have never gone on my IG live and said, Hey, friends, I lost very precious, valuable fucking belongings. I will give you $20,000 if you can give them back. And I wouldn't tell the fucking people what I fucking <laughs> lost and how valuable it was to me and how much I needed it to me. Oh, I'm just, I'm red right now. I'm warm from fucking boiling up talking about this because you told me the other day, you're like, bro, he fumbled the bag so bad I had to go home and be like, how stupid. Dude, it's Swaley. Okay, the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Use sick. your fucking so, cranium. So the guy loses his laptop. Part of explain, the luggage. Explain it to the people. For he, them, they don't know. he 
just like you said, he lost a bag on a flight. Very normal. You know, it happens. It's a very, very common thing. Probably on a daily basis. It's literally one of the most common things ever. And, you know, they end up tracking it down. If you've ever had to go through it, I've had to do it before. You call Sometimes you just straight up lose it and it sucks. But sometimes, you know, they'd have to deal with it. It ends up getting put on another plane or something. They got to ship it back to you, blah, blah, blah. It ends up coming in a taxi and you got to pick it up. Yeah. It's something stupid like that. They literally, I don't know how it works. It's like they put your bag in an Uber and send yeah, basically, <laughs> it's like, here, this is going here. Yeah, and yeah. then I guess the, the taxi driver just goes, like, I'm literally just driving a bag. Uh, fuck my life. <laughs> but anyways. God. So, Sway Lee, so it's basically, yeah, like, it's, it, so, so Sway Lee lose yeah like if i if I, if, a, if a flight attendant came out with a bag and threw it in my car and chucked me 60 bucks this is your passenger yeah i'd be pretty fucking beef with my life i'd be pretty fucking sick of it right there that might be my time that might be my time to say i'm done with this career but anyways um it's like it's like it's like me coming out and say yeah so he loses the laptop and anyway somebody ends up having it, he goes yeah. He lost it. Um, I guess it was a bag. Yeah, obviously. It would have been in a bag. Well, he didn't like, just probably just put his laptop underneath. <laughs> it sounded pretty bad. I guess he had a... In the bag was a Roly, which if people want to know more about this and see what me and Noah are fucking laughing our asses off about, just go on the internet and search it up. I guess whoever has the bag now made a fucking... Which is hilarious that he made an IG account called Sway Lee's Hard Drive. And and jumped in on a live <laughs> Instagram video that Sway Lee was on, and that a fucking what are the the impo- or the the mask that he had on? There's certain call they're called the certain, Among Us mask. Yeah, no, they're not. Among oh, us. I thought he had, I thought you were gonna tell me he had one of the like a like a cosplay thing of an Among Us character. No, they're a certain type of mask. How anyway, dude, how funny would that have been? Is he the imposter? And a voice, yeah, and a voice <laughs> distorter, and he's sitting there like. It, but what, dude, the guy so, said it has all of his songs, and that's the only so, place where he keeps all of his songs. Me and Shay were literally just laughing with this before I came here. You see Sway Lee being... Now, you have to put yourself in Sway Lee's shoes. You're a top platinum-selling artist. You're millions of followers. Of course, a lot of people are going to lie and fake and say, Yeah, I have your hard drive. What are you going to give it for? So this guy is on IG Live with him, and Sway Lee's saying, Yeah, yeah, you really get the hard drive? Y'all really got the hard drive? And the guy goes, oh, you think this? and the voice is starting, you think this is a game? He starts pulling up all his belongings. And you see him, he pulls up the Roly. Swaley's like, yeah, whatever. Like, anybody can have a fucking Roly. Yeah. He, he pulls up money. He pulls up an iPad, and the guy goes, I'm definitely selling this shit. And then he pulls up condoms, and he goes, I don't know what you had these for, and then he ain't using them. And then he pulls up the hard drive. And you literally go from, you can see Swaley's facial expression go from with the smile on his face to the smile but holding back the smile like damn he got like you can be like damn he got me and he's just trying to hold that smile so that he doesn't give up that like yeah you got me it's over and it's, it's way more than 20 grand bro 20 grand's the roly 20 grand's less 20 grand's than the, the roly yeah it's less than the roly probably Honestly, because he said, but then he said to the imposter, he says, I guess, he's like, there's 80% of that music on there is locked. Like, you can't even get on it. But then the guy's like making, dropping snippets of the song on the Instagram account that he fucking fought. And his final. You can break all those firewalls so easy, bro. So easy. And 
Well, here's the thing. If it's an average Joe, he probably doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. That's why he's holding it hostage saying, I want $150,000. Or he said the other alternative, he wants a picture or a feature with Sway Lee and Drake. That, those were his options. That's what he said. I, I, he got a feature of a song with Sway Lee and Drake and go huge for no reason. But imagine an absolute fucking nobody out of nowhere has a fucking hit song with I, fucking Drake. I think this got... Alright, we're going to have our, our show next week and we have a lot of awards that we have to plan out. But this guy might have snuck into one of my categories. I kid you. Oh my god. This might be... This is... Okay, essentially people, yeah. Sway Lee, you lost your laptop with all of your music on it and you came out and said that's the only place where all your music is. People, that is like me saying, hey guys, I have all of my money under this mattress at this location and this is the only key that if I ha- if somebody has this key, they have my millions upon millions of dollars. Dude, it's hilarious because if you look, I'm on the guy's account. The only people he follows is Sway Lee, Slim Jimmy, Ray Shrummer together, and Interscope Records. <laughs> <laughs> and that's everything that yeah. Sway Lee is attached to. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. what the fuck? And uh, he has 13,000 followers. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. This, is the, that's, that, this might be some of the best things I've ever heard. And I like what he said. He has a post saying, for the record, I never robbed or stole his hard drive. I'm not stupid. I found it, you little shits. Yeah, and Sway Lee said it. Yeah. Sway Lee literally came that's and where said you, it. Even, that's where you, another time you fumbled it. Sway yeah. Lee, you can be like, he robbed me. No, you can't, because he already, you already said I lost No, but, but if he doesn't say that, he could be like, oh, he yeah, robbed me. you could me. have said that then. But now you can't, because you're like, clearly I, I lost, lost it. it. I'm giving 20 Gs rewarded to whoever has it. Now it's, but Shay brought up a very good point. Technically, is that extortion? What? If you're like, I have something of yours, but I'm not giving it back to you for unless I get a sum of money. Well, is that pro- extortion? The, the problem is, is possession's nine-tenths of the law. That's the thing, yeah. And, and the once thing you is, lose is it, especially if you, you leave something unattended like that and you put out a, a reward money for it and somebody then has it, you can't necessarily prove that was... It's hard to prove that was his. It's hard for Sway Lee to prove that was necessarily his unless there's a bunch of other intellectual stuff on his laptop that would prove that it's his. But knowing a person like that, you probably don't put a bunch of stickers on it saying, hey, this is my Sway Lee's laptop. (laughs) My fucking funniest thing is that I watched the academics report on it. And he goes, now this is a very pop, very common thing for people that make music. They usually, their engineer has all the music and then they put it on a hard drive Mm. so that you can go where I guess Sway Lee does a lot. You go from studio to studio to studio, recording music, and you're keeping it on this hard drive. Most people do. Most people have it with a fucking cryptic password. Yeah. This guy doesn't have a fucking password on it. Yeah. Bruh. It's just all these things. It's just all of these things where it's just like it man, just sounds like just, normal shit that procedures that I would take. But that's what I mean. And like I'm a basic, but he's fucking. But dude. that's where it's like I 
dude, you are the loser here. I'm not gonna be mad. Like, I am not mad at this this guy who has the thing. I think it's like, yeah, do you, King? Like, fuck, <laughs> I would do the same shit. Oh, I'm fuck. What did I say to you? If I found it, I'd be like, Noah, are we giving what record label are we going to so I can sell this to? I'm making the songs. <laughs> I'm re-engineering the songs and putting auto tune on my voice. Yeah. Damn right, I'm getting the studio and releasing bangers. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe my first album is gonna be all hits. It's crazy because the song he leaked to sounded. Fire. Yeah, and I bet if you put sounded it sounded like a fire Swaley track. And and, ha- and if you figured out just how to copy that song over and release it under your name, how does that prove to say that it's their property anymore? Swaley, you because all he could do is literally put the song out, change the change the the voice a little bit with a voice changer and so fucking. This is what I'm saying, people. If you hear a Swaley album in the next couple weeks or month, he's putting it's not it. He's putting it out. Because he wants oh, to get right. Because if because the engineer will have the copyrights, so if they put it out, they can make the money off of it and first, it and it becomes his yeah, before the other there. person has all that music, and then there's, then it becomes worthless to them. Yeah. So, if you hear that surprise album coming out very soon, I get you. But I'm what sucks you. is I guess he had eighty percent of his album that was actually locked and ready. Human nature, I guess it was called. He's his solo album coming out. And then whatever he had ready of Shrem Life 3. Or 4. I don't know which one it's coming out. All I know is that Sway Lee, you really fucking fucked with the bag, bro. And it's hilarious. Um, Alright, man. Uh, this is a longer podcast than I thought. Um, but we should get out of here. Because next podcast is going to be super long. Next podcast is going to be the one for the year. Only thing I'm going to touch on is me and Noah have been talking about this. We said Lil Baby has owned 2020. Lil Baby ended 2020 on another good note. He uh, threw a surprise birthday party for George Floyd's daughter. That was the victim and the man who was killed by the police brutality in... Gosh, there's that. That's uh, because it's... Somewhere in Minnesota this year. Yeah, anyways, he threw a surprise birthday party for her, covered all the expenses, and that just looked good on Lil Baby, so shout out to him. A nice gesture. A nice gesture for sure. Something that was, you know never complain with something so great like that exactly um i think it's just a good thing you know like why not little baby has a lot of money it's nothing to him um good for him good for everyone involved you know obviously t's and p's to fucking you know george floyd and everybody yeah i i there's just a whole lot of you know it's it's been a messy year and i think everyone can agree that it's just kind of nice to be kind of on the back end of it but uh next podcast we are going to be doing you know our big year end thing please you know stick around for that uh we're going to be i don't have the whole categories you know listed out yet we're going to work on it a lot this week me and q are going to probably put some lists out earlier um so it should be a long one should be a good one um it's been a great year so far uh, everyone's been great with the pod everything's been awesome uh so yeah let's get to some sleepers um so for mine i'm going to play a little older one uh I think this track is super slept on. I think a lot of people played it back in the day, but it never got... I'm sure you like this song a lot, and you're going to like the the sleeper cue, but um, yeah, I'll just get into it. This is Ball Harbor uh, by uh, Tory Lanez, featuring ASAP Ferg. I'm trying to do it, steady liquor for my dog, gone big time. Chuck the money up until it's all gone. Twenty niggas, honey chains, bitch, we all lost. We all lost. We 
So that was Ball Harbor, uh, Tory Lanez featuring ASAP Ferg. If you're having trouble kind of finding that song on Spotify, uh, I have it actually by uh, DJ Pella. I don't know if that's the real person who actually put it out. It could have been one of those mixtape songs. I don't think it is. Uh, do you know for sure, Q, if that song was actually a Tory Lanez song? or? I think it was a Ferg song because I don't think it came out on a Oh, was it a Ferg song? Really? I don't know if it can. I, what album was that on? Well, I have it under like some random like DJ. Like I don't have it actually under an album on Spotify because I feel like it was one of those like mix. Like yeah, I promise you. I, I feel like it was like a mixtape song. That that's not on any of Torlene's. Okay, well maybe it actually is straight up just like a DJ made that song. <clears throat> well, anyways, yeah. Well, I only have yeah. I really only have it under a DJ. Maybe it legit was just a DJ song. So people might actually find that harder to find than I thought. Okay, well, anyways, uh, I'll, I'll put it in the description for the Spotify listeners and obviously Apple Music as well. Uh, people will get to do that. But uh, Q, you want to? Uh... Yeah, uh, basically, so. Get into yours here. This is my favorite Christmas song. I play it fucking probably at least 70 to 80 times from December 10th till the 27th of December, probably. I don't know. Dancing. 
Uh, it's called All I Want for Christmas by Kodak and Dej Loaf. I want people to understand that the meaning of this song is what means the most to me. This came out once Kodak was fresh out of jail. And basically his rat, his verse where he's talking about like wanting to just be home for the holidays and not be stuck in prison. And just the whole song is about not taking Christmas for granted, loving your loved ones, the time of your friends and family. And like, cause really that's what it's all fucking about. Oh, Life's too fucking short now. You gotta fucking appreciate that shit. So this is the last you'll hear from me till next week. So listeners, I love you guys. Please subscribe and. Can't wait for you guys to hear my annoying voice next week. Woohoo!
yourself, celebrate your family and your friends, and the ones who stand by you every day. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. So that was All I Want for Christmas by, uh, ooh, it's gonna go again now. Uh, by Dej Low featuring Kodak Black. Beautiful song, man, yeah, for sure. Uh, big, big lesson there. Look, people, uh, it's the 20th today when we're recording this, you know, 21st when y'all be hearing this. Um, we will be back next Sunday, uh, right after Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everyone out there. You know, Happy Holidays as well. Don't list, don't celebrate Christmas. I'm with you. I'm, you know, I get you. Uh, Happy Holidays to you. Spend the time over this uh, year with your family. Uh, this year especially, you know, it's been hard for you know a million, like tons of people, obviously with the coronavirus and the pandemic and everything. So, you know, if you if you get the opportunity to be with your family and loved ones, you know, cherish that moment. Uh, if you don't, you know, uh, if you don't get to be with your family, you know, turn us on, man. Turn us on on Christmas Day. We'll we'll spend the day with you, you know. Uh, we'll be around, uh, all that good stuff. But we will be coming back to you right after Christmas. Uh, we will be back on the regular schedule. We ain't taking a break. Uh, we'll have a good year-end pod for all y'all. We'll have some, we'll talk about the albums. We'll talk about the moments. We'll talk about all that good stuff. But, you know, for now... Uh, Merry Christmas, you know, happy holidays, get all that good stuff in, gain a couple pounds, your mom's cooking or grandma's cooking, all that good stuff. Uh, but we'll, we're, we're out, people. Remember to uh, subscribe, all that good stuff, and Q's laughing at something that I'm sure he wants to show me, so I will get out of here. Peace, love, and positivity, y'all. Uh, Q, let's g- give us something good. I love y'all, but I want y'all to think about this for the rest of the week. Lil, ba- er, <clears throat> sorry, Lil Pump is claiming a baby that's not his. I love y'all, and Merry Christmas. Bye.